Welcome to the Dining Room Chairs event. I'm Jen DeHaan, who drove from Canada to California in late December 2022 to attend an event I found on Facebook. Either the event is currently happening, will happen, or it was all a bit. I don't know, but I'm sitting here reviewing it while I wait. Review Update 9, Dining Room Chairs Event, Rating 3 out of 10. Welp, I finished the mauve wig and a matching pair of fingerless gloves. I had enough underlay to craft them and just went for it. So now I sit here, leaning against the back wall, waiting for my wandering minstrel to arrive to sing to me. I discovered this service Accidentally, the unit below me had ordered up a minstrel to play the lute. I heard exquisite music filtering up through the vents to my ears, and it was just divine. They play for about five minutes and take off. The unit below me, 1B, luckily understood my Morse code taps and tapped their reply. Minstrel Dash. It made sense. I searched the app and there it was. I searched for a player with a five loot rating and an expertise in the Sittern. And there she was, Bettina Flounder and the roving Sittern. I'm not going to lie. I stalked Bettina for a while on Yelp, fucking Facebook, and even next door. It didn't appear like Bettina might murder me in this empty room, so I went for it. And now I wait for my own minstrel magic to appear. It's getting late and I'm wondering if I'm about to be let down. Again, my thoughts turn to the dining room chairs and my eyes wander to those indents on the now exposed carpet underlay. I wonder if Bettina will like my gloves. Oh, hey there. You found me. Hey, are you Jen? Yeah, I'm Jen. Yeah, I'm uh, Bettina. Bettina Flounder. Bettina Flounder? Yeah. Yeah, this is me and my, uh, my business, uh, Bettina and the... The Roving Sittern. Yeah, yeah, Roving Sittern. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I love so, it. So, uh, I have a way, uh, that I use, uh... The Sittern? Yeah, so I have an artistic process. It's oh. based on the best listening experience for the oh. Sittern. It's how oh, I nice. maintain my really... The five star. ...high... Ranking? Yeah, the five-star ranking. On Minstrel Dash? Yeah, that's On right. On Minstrel Dash. Yeah, yeah, of course, that's where you found that me. Is, yeah. All right, so I'm going to need you... Me? Uh, ...to just, uh, first of all, just open your oh, mind. Oh, it's open. And then I'm going to need you to close this door. Oh, I'll... Okay. Yeah. I need you to close the door. It's part of the listening the experience. Listening experience. It just, uh, it's a little bit more authentic... Oh, and if real? I, oh, if I listen, if you listen to it through okay. a door, through a door, a door, or you know, a window, I've got, whatever. I've got one of those. Uh, walls not so great, oh. but doors pretty good. Doors. All right, so it's all right. My sittern is just mm. over there. I want to see. It. Uh, I'm gonna need you to just. Yep. Uh, I, uh, so I can. When this conversation is done, oh. I'm gonna need you to close this door. Close the door, and then I will start playing right. the sittern for about the five minutes that you've booked, and then yeah. I just take off. Oh. Oh, just take off. Oh, that. By the way, I had like a really hard time finding this place. Oh. It's uh, the parking for this place oh. for visitor parking yeah, is really poorly. I don't. Oh, you, I don't know any. Oh, you don't no. know? Yeah. Well, I guess I'm telling you then. Okay. Uh, the 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 visitor parking. I had to drive like 
I did make like eight cycles around just keeping uh, making oh, right hand. I don't. Uh, Anyways, let's just get to the music. Oh, um, good. Yeah. Right. So this conversation's almost complete. Ex- and then I'm going to need uh, you to close the door cl- and then the music will start. Uh, all right. Cool. I, okay, all right. Yeah. So, uh, cool. Uh, yeah. Conversation complete. Noted. So Bettina went and played the so-called Sittern for exactly five minutes. I timed them on the wall clock, which is one of the only pieces of furniture or room adornment. Again, I don't know if wall clocks are furniture, but I have one. And I had some amount of fun timing Bettina. And they played for exactly five minutes and then took off. Just like they said that they would. However, that was not a sitter, and that was actually an out-of-tune ukulele. And it made a lot of sense why Bettina wanted me to close the door and not see the instrument. I also have no idea what they would have done if I chose a window. I'm pretty sure they would have talked me out of it and said that the door was better. Everyone has a door, I guess. It also turns out that my neighbors don't know how to do Morse code other than the one word minstrel dash. I was trying to converse with them this evening and it turns out that they just kept replying minstrel dash over and over. So I got out my phone and opened the voice notes app and started recording this. I'm just going to talk to myself for a while, but it does show how it's good to know things. Recognized a ukulele. I managed some Morse code. I, it makes me think about how I guess it's useful to have a whole bunch of small pieces of information of getting interested in something and learning it to a certain degree. Like early in the pandemic, I realized that I needed to just get a new interest, like get something to invest in. Having a special interest is actually a mental health benefit for people like me. They've studied it. It's actually science getting hyper fixated, going into hyper focus of learning something and, and the time that you spend in a hyper focus or a focus on it is actually mentally beneficial for brains that are wired like mine. Unlike other people, if other people do it, it's actually unhealthy. So it's good. And I, I kind of knew that before I actually knew that there was science supporting it. Every time that I, I get into depressed state or or something goes on, like I had a really bad accident in 2020, I knew one of my ways out of that would be through learning, getting really invested in something new. A lot of my special interests of that nature will last for a couple of years. However, there's some that I get invested in that I know are going to last longer. I know that it's a lifetime thing that I, I have some like dogs. I knew that would be a lifetime interest. I knew dog training wouldn't. I got into dog training quite deep. I, I did tons of certifications on on it. I was really into dog behavior, but that's more because I'm into human behavior and I just found a million connections between the two and was very interested in studying that. But I wasn't into dog training I, and I knew that would be a temporary thing. But even temporary special interests or a mental health benefit. But it's pretty amazing when you hit something that 
you know isn't temporary. I felt that way when I started teaching dance fitness. Well, when I started doing dance fitness, there are two dramatically different modes, I guess, in your brain. Almost entirely different because you have this huge skill set that you have to learn and you learn most of it on your own through failure. <laughs> and it's kind of wonderful. It's very uncomfortable when you start, but it's kind of wonderful once you hit a certain point. And I think one of the wonderful things about it is just what it does in your brain. It's how your brain functions. Like they talk about you go to a dance fitness class and I used it to get out of depression on two occasions. Anyways, that part doesn't matter, but it is like a huge benefit because you just go in there and you let go. And then when you start teaching, you've got 10 million things that you have to focus on in rapid succession. And you learn about how to think rapidly in rapid succession of checking all these things and what you can run on autopilot and what you can't run on autopilot and how to divide those things. And it involves timing. It involves your kinesthetic body. It involves thinking speaking, the music, all of it together. And then once you get to a certain point, you realize the differences between a song that you do know and a song that you don't know. Because when you're really new in dance fitness, you make sure that you've memorized and really know every song well before you go out and teach it. And then after a few years, you're like, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to take this song I've only danced four times and take it to class and see what happens. And that's when the fun starts, because that's when you go, wow, my brain still does figure something out four beats before a verse that you have no idea what the choreo is for, what you planned or what you were going to do. It was four beats before the verse, your brain went I don't know what's going to happen, but a V-step is probably going to work right here. So you do a V-step and it works. And you had no idea. You had no idea. But the adrenaline, the fun of that, it's so dramatically fun. And then if you screw up or somebody in your front row remembers the move and you can look at them and after another eight or 16 count, shift it to them and give them the kudos, the smile on their faces million watts. And you think this is amazing. This is amazing. That feeling is amazing. That adrenaline rush is amazing. And the fact that you get to make a joke about it and make everybody laugh in the room is amazing. And then that person coming up to you after class feeling great because they, you know, contributed and they did a thing and they remembered and you forgot and they feel good and you feel good because you're like, that was great. All of it was great. And that feeling, which is taking a song that you don't know well to class and the way that your brain works on partial autopilot and partial memory and like reaching out and figuring something out on the spot or not, and you cannot stop and you keep going. That's the same sensation as letting go in improv. As soon as I hit that in one scene accidentally, took me a little while to like, cause I recognized the sensation. I'm like, oh my God, what the hell was that? 
that was that I was like, oh, that's like taking a new song to a class. That's like taking some choreo you barely know to class. That's that same feeling. And it's addictive. I mean, that's 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 just something you don't want to let go of that feeling, whatever that is. And I think that that sensation of just being so, so free of, of using your brain in that way where you're where, you know, and you're adding or, you, you know, in your gut, you know, instinctually that you can start making those connections between your instinct and and learning or your instinct and, and changing on the spot of just kind of knowing what to do, even though you don't know what to do. I mean, you can replicate that with with dogs and dog behavior as well. Like I'm sure some people when they're training dogs would feel that same way. I didn't, but maybe if I kept with it longer, I would have. I really wonder if that's the sort of thing that our brains are reaching for. And if that's sort of the type of thing that hooks us into something that we love, because it is sort of it's it's such a, a rush that is similar to love, really, probably. I think a lot of it, though, is really just about the connections you make with other people, which is what being stuck in this room in California <laughs> makes it so weird that it's such this thing that involves other human beings to make happen. When I was in a room dancing with other people, and even though I was doing one thing and the rest of the room was doing something else. It was all about facilitating that connection between them and between me and them. Ultimately, my whole goal was to connect them through the music and, and through what we were doing. It wasn't really about the fitness. It was about forgetting. It was about them forgetting whatever it was outside that room, because if they forgot, they would exercise better. But ultimately, I think everybody is striving to just forget the shit that goes on outside these rooms. Everybody is striving to find connection through what they do. Connection between you and the dog. Connection between yourself and the music, yourself and the other people in the room. We're definitely striving for connection and improv in a scene and outside of it. And is it those connections that make something last for us because I know when I enjoyed working in tech which wasn't something I was particularly good at a lot of the stuff that I did there because I was a jack of all trades I learned how to do all sorts of different things that I didn't really care about most of them but when I started using my brain in the way that it functions best was when I think I found my thing in that space I think so much of this is just seeking the way your brain is wired and is functions in such an optimized way for itself. And because we're all different, that's going to be a whole bunch of different things. But I'm so curious if it's everybody is just seeking that same feeling that you get when it does operate in such a beautiful way. But finding that takes time and is really goddamn tricky. Mm -hmm.